0: Have fun with that one. (laughs) No. Oh fuck.
1: Really? Did it die? Or we didn't have a cold. If you like what you hear, sign up for more support with Meeting Your Needs with your weekly Universal Needs Notes at TheUniversalNeeds.com. And enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. So uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different because we realized, um, as as sometimes has happened in the past... (laughs) We just finished recording our um, the last episode of our holiday series uh, which is about the new year and how to start the new year filled up and both of us looked at each other afterwards and went oh my god that's not where I thought that was going to go, that was amazing, I'm really pleased with it and then we looked down. And we had not hit record on our audio recorder. I thought we were past this. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. So um, we were like, we were kind of in shock for a moment because it was such a good episode. And we felt like it was, it was exactly what it needed to be but for that. Was, and, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. But it was nothing that we had planned, which is no. part of the, that we had notes We diverted
0: from (laughs) the (laughs) We did and we diverted in the best way. And we we wanted to share that with you. And we talk about being perfectly imperfect.
1: Mm -hmm. And transparent and real and human. And human. And so... um, we went back and luckily because we record using Zoom, uh, we checked the audio. Now, the audio is obviously not of the quality that we normally have, which is why we're doing this little intro. So that if you're listening on the audio and you're not like, wait, what? What's going on? That's not how it normally sounds. You understand why. So we decided to make a call and we were going to re-record. We basically made the decision we were going to re-record tomorrow morning. And then we were I was like, what if there is audio there? And the truth is I think that we've come to the conclusion that the having a, a less quality, having the audio at a slightly lower quality, but keeping the quality of the content that we just shared was more important. And this is just one of those examples of where we are human and where we fuck up and make mistakes. And um We don't want our mistake to cost you the experience of listening to the episode that we just recorded, because I got to be honest, there are so many times in my life where I would have needed to hear what we just recorded, Mm -hmm, right?
0: Yeah. And I mean, even us sitting here, like talking about it, we needed to talk about it and to hope that we capture it again. Yeah. We're just going to give you what we know
1: work the first time so yeah as I said the audio is not as good quality as normally it would be I will do whatever I can in editing to try and make it a little bit better but um it's not going to be and it's not going to be as good quality as you're hearing right now because we now do have the audio on we have checked that yes the, the lights are the lights double, double triple and quadruple checked I thought we yeah we've been so good at like um, both of us checking every time we do it so yeah it was just one of those one of those things um so we hope that you enjoy the episode even as is and um, we would love to actually hear your feedback. Like, what do you think about this? Would you have rather us re-recorded it? Would you have rather us go ahead like this? We're kind of curious to see what you what you think as well. So this is our little intro to, uh, you'll see, like, we, we, we're wearing different tops. Like, we, we just, we're actually on our way out of the door, but we were like, let's stop and capture this, mm-hmm. share the fact that we are human and we make mistakes. And so um, this is an important episode, and we didn't want to try to... we've we've done it before where we've we've tried to re-record it and afterwards we're like "Eh." we got some of it in but we didn't really capture everything so um thank you for allowing us to be human and uh for being on this journey with us um and we hope you enjoy the episode Hello, hello hello hey everyone so today it is boxing day which doesn't mean anything to most people, but I'm in here, (laughs) I'm from the UK. And so we are actually going live uh, on Boxing Day, which is kind of part of the holiday season. But more importantly, now we are kind of on the other side. Well, we're kind of in the middle of it still in the UK, but most of us are now on the other side of the, the kind of peak, one of the peaks of the celebration, but we have another one on the horizon. Happy New Year. <laughs> well, happy nearly New Year. <laughs> yeah,
0: nearly, yeah, nearly New Year.
1: <laughs> so when we uh when we put this um request out to in August to find out what exactly it was that people wanted help and support with around the holidays, um, one of our um uh, listeners, um actually one of our uh very loyal listeners who um gives us lots of feedback all the time, which we absolutely love. Um asked us if it would be possible for us to record a podcast on how to start the new year build up and we thought this was a really important thing because and this is also part of the reason that we made these episodes available on patreon earlier in the year so that you could prepare for the festive season ahead of actually getting into it um because we knew obviously that you've only got a few days now between now and New Year's Eve. So in order to start the new year filled up, you might want to start a little bit earlier than this. But if you haven't, don't worry. We still have some thoughts and ideas and some tips for you right now. So I think that the the one of the, one of the biggest things that is really important when it comes to starting the new year filled up is to do everything possible to avoid draining yourself at the end of the year. And I think that's really what we've been talking about over the last few episodes is how much of this kind of pressure and expectation means that people, they spend so much energy at the end of the year. And they do things and they're really not taking care of themselves very well. They're really not taking care of their needs. And they're kind of sacrificing, especially their foundation function needs, um, a lot of like, going out late nights drinking lots or like going out or, or staying up late to kind of wrap presents or go christmas shopping or get onto online shopping or what have you there's just a lot of extra stuff that most people do at the end of the year and it causes you to it's like you it's like your um, it's like your phone battery it's like on an on an average day you might only use it for like a fraction of the time. So when it comes to the end of the day, oh, you're down to 60% and you've got to kind of recharge it overnight. Well, it's a little bit like, well, it's down at like, 1%, one percent or actually it's actually you've, you've used it so much that there's nothing left in it and even when you plug it first in like it doesn't actually start back up because it's so low that you've got so much to recover from before the the, the battery can actually start charging in conjunction with it still operating and i think that's a good analogy for how most people are into the year. yes <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that
0: is yes and i feel like a lot of people they'll get to the point where It's completely empty. They have to wait a moment before it even turns on so that they can see the charging. And then at like 12%, they're like, oh, got to take it again. And then at 12%, they're only at 12%. They get to zero, plug it in. All right. Well, I got to 30 this time, plug it. Very rarely are people allowing themselves to even get above 50%. Absolutely. Never mind completely resourced.
1: Yeah. And so that's why a lot of the time like we we start the uh, the new year feeling pretty empty. So one of the one of the most important things is towards the end of the year the first thing is to notice and pay attention to anything that might be draining your needs which is really not necessary and is not serving you in any other way. You want to cut out that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Plain and simple. Yeah. <laughs> you just
1: don't want to be spending time and energy on anything that isn't doing anything for you, but is costing you quite significantly. That's the first thing. And then take that uh, theory into the next year with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she just said. Um the next thing is you want to proactively meet your needs and consistently meet your needs throughout the holiday period. So it's it reminds me a little bit of when um, of when Serena used to go on vacation. So when Serena used to go on vacation, especially when she's going to go up and visit her family, what she would do is she would plan her vacation and she would make sure that she had a day when she got back. To recover from said vacation in order that she could return to work not completely depleted, I think is the best way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Certainly wasn't refreshed, certainly wasn't fulfilled. Um, but it was like, I'm on 12 I'm percent, on basically, when I go back into the office. And then we were having a conversation with day. Do you remember what I said to you? What if you did that before you left too? Mm-hmm. So, well, shit. <laughs>
0: doesn't that one make sense? That was, I
1: think, that was legitimately one of the well shit moments in terms oh, of our conversations oh, that we were having 100%. Um, because I was like, well, I get that w- w- what you tend to do is you tend to work yourself into the ground before you go to try and get everything done. So you're covered while you're away, covered possibly ahead of the game. Uh huh. Very rarely, either of those things in reality. And then you used to pack a little close to the wire. You mean the morning of a couple of hours before my flight? There you go. (laughs) Um, And so there was an element of uh, like normally you would be up really late Mm -hmm. the night before you would travel. The morning of travel because Mm -hmm. really, really late. (laughs) Right. Really, really late. So and I remember saying, like, what if you instead of, that most people focus on recovery it's like okay i'm i know i'm going to get drained so i'm going to recover what if you did proactive care what if you proactively took care of your wellness so before you're going to go into an experience where you are going to have your needs impacted because you know it's going to happen over the holiday period your needs are going to get impacted you're going to be drained because you're using time and energy and all these sorts of things What if you built your resources before you went in that first thing? So proactively meet your needs and then consistently meet your needs throughout that period of time. Now, it doesn't mean to say you have to be like, oh, my goodness, I've got no time to meet my needs. If so, go back and listen to the episode on. I feel like I haven't got time to meet my needs. Um, we have one already. So, like that, that we've already covered. But the key thing is is that you don't have to be doing a bunch of stuff. You just need to be taking small amounts of time and doing the things that are high quality in terms of the green spectrum things that are going to meet your needs better in that period of time. So that you start off with your needs met, and then as you go through and you needs to go down, oh, I'm meeting them a bit more. Oh, goes down, I'm meeting them a bit more going down meeting them a bit more so it's like you create some kind of sustainability in terms of your needs over that period of time and I want to say that we're
0: not talking about like 100% all the time like sometimes it's you know you're you're at 60 you go down to 40 and then you're like all right well I'm at 45 because I met them and yeah I mean ideally yeah we want to we want to get to 100 but don't even back to 60 or even 50 like we'll take what we can get but Anything is better than nothing when it comes to meeting your needs. And the more that we do it, the more fulfilled we are, the more resourced we are. So we like to get into that practice of, yeah, ooh, this feels good. Ooh, that feels good. Ooh, that feels better. Oh, I want to do more of that. And it starts the cycle of
1: meeting your needs. Absolutely, and one in the way one of the ways in which we suggest you focus on meeting your needs over the holiday period is boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I love that that worked. Like sometimes I do that, and it's a pause, <laughs> and there wasn't so it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes we're on it. Love boundaries. So it's all about boundaries. So this is about not just boundaries with others. It is also about boundaries with yourself, setting yourself boundaries in terms of time boundaries, in terms of space boundaries, like where do I need a little bit of space? Where do I need a little bit of time? Space around the holidays mm. is so important because think of how
0: active it is, how many things are going on, how, how many people. It is. it is so <laughs> people. So to have like I think it was last year, it really, really struck me. I'm like, with everything going on, it's like, I need some like me time, like me time without my husband, without my cat. Like, I mean, without me, without Claire, like in just taking a couple of minutes, a couple Mm -hmm. of hours, like however much time I
1: needed to
0: really just be like,
1: and also how much time you had within mm-hmm. the context of the other stuff that you were going on. So right. like, it might've been like, Oh, I need a couple of, of hours. I've got 15 minutes. I'm taking my 15, hours, 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So it's like giving yourself boundaries and honoring your boundaries yourself as well as setting boundaries with other people. We've talked a bit about setting boundaries in the earlier episodes of this series where we looked at um, about um, the um, breaking the cookie cutter mold and those sorts of things. We talked about boundaries with others. So we've already spoken about that, but we haven't really talked about how do we set boundaries with ourselves? And when when it comes to setting boundaries with ourselves, we want to set ourselves up to do it in a way that is going to be easy to follow through with. Now, the challenge that we have with boundaries is if we do not set them objectively, and what I mean by that is outside of the self in some way, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. If we just do it in our minds, it's very easy to tweak the boundaries, which isn't actually tweaking them at all. It's crossing them but because it's like, oh, I just adjusted it slightly. It doesn't really matter. I haven't really crossed the boundaries. It's sort of in the vicinity still. So it's like saying, oh, I'm definitely going to go to bed by 10 o'clock. Oh, well, I'm just going to do this thing. Oh, I'm definitely going to going to go to bed by 10.30. It's like, oh, but that hasn't quite finished yet. Oh, I'm definitely going to be in bed by 11. It's like the second you've crossed your, your hard boundary, whatever your hard boundary is, you've crossed your boundaries. And at that point, you've started to sacrifice your needs. And you've impacted yourself, whether you realize it or not. Yes, absolutely. So the the thing that can sometimes help with this is to set soft boundaries uh, ahead of hard boundaries. So it's like, ideally, I'd like to be in bed by 10, but I'm definitely going to be in bed by 11. So it's like the hard boundary is 11. I'm not crossing that boundary. I'm aiming for 10. But actually, if I get in by 10.30, I'm still still half an hour ahead of my hard boundary. Awesome. The other thing that you can do is to, um, when I talked about like setting them objectively, is creating something outside of yourself to act as a reminder of those boundaries. So that could be a calendar reminder, it could be an alarm on your phone, something where there is something outside of yourself going, uh, hello, there's a boundary, hello, boundary, and you would be like, ah, oh, boundary, yes. OK, and even with that, you can even do it with soft boundaries and hard boundaries. So you can have an alarm for a soft boundary. So that's your reminder, like, OK, you got an hour. That's your new, your final countdown. Whatever you need to do before 11 o'clock, you make sure you get it done. And then you have a different sound for your hard boundary at 11. You set one sound that is always your hard boundary so that whenever you hear that sound, you know that is it's a non-negotiable. At that point, you, you drop what you're doing and make sure that you follow um, what feels right for you.
0: It's important that we talk a lot about honoring what's present at the time and meeting the needs that are present at the time. And there's always nuance to needs. Mm -hmm. We talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, With boundaries, it's really important to remember why you set the boundary in the first place. Because oftentimes we set a boundary for ourselves. And it's like, well, you know, I know I need rest. And let's say the holiday season. I know I need rest during the holiday season. And I'm just going to off the top of my head have the soft boundary of I would like to take a nap every day because I know
1: getting rest during the holiday season doesn't mean one nap in the month of December. I'm going to pause you right there. I'm going to I'm going to actually say that uh, my suggestion would be that actually you don't say I'm going to do this every day. You do it on a daily basis. So maybe the soft boundary is I want to have a nap this afternoon because tomorrow you might be in a different place. Sure. And like, we don't want to create, but when we go, I'm trying to do this every day. It puts this kind of pressure qu- on us. And then it can suddenly be like, Oh God, I've got to do this every day. And how the hell am I? And it can actually add more stress and can impact your needs even more. So that's just quick little addition. Yeah, I appreciate that because we're doing our
0: needs practice. Oftentimes, I mean, we, the practice is set up to not have those kind of quantitative, Quantity, yeah, quantitative. Quantitative.
1: <laughs> I like mine better. Uh, quantitative. I'm, I'm, intuitive. I'm, i I'm, I'm, I'm
0: done. <laughs> Mark it down, <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. It's a word. <laughs> um, we do this daily, so we are checking in daily. So for me, like to say it, mm-hmm. it's easy to think back to old ways of being like, right. oh, I'm thinking big. I'm thinking the month of December. Yeah. I do it too because Um, I'm human. (laughs) We we all do it at
1: times. We all do it at times. Yeah. Um but soft boundary even. Yes. So we have this boundary
0: and then it's something like life happens, Mm -hmm. things happen, the holidays, there's always something happening, as we said. And on we might have this boundary, and then all of a sudden we're pushing it. But it's actually not serving us to. And we're mm-hmm. forgetting why we set the boundary in the first place, because everything else is kind of clouding up the
1: original reason for setting the boundary. Right. And the thing about it is that it's important to recognize the difference between soft boundaries and hard, hard boundaries. Hard boundaries are real, like non-negotiables. This is not moving no matter what happens. Very, very few things are actually hard boundaries, because um, what will end up happening is that, as you go through your day, different needs are going to come up and different needs might take different priorities. So I'm thinking of an example where we were, um, Serena and I were working on something. I actually think it was the day we started recording, the day before we started recording the podcast, where you had like uh, you'd said, "I'm gonna, I'm setting a, a a hard boundary of this time," and um, and I was, and and then we got to that time, and uh, we were like 15 minutes before we were walking out the door to go and run an errand. I'm like, I'm just checking in. You said you had a hard boundary. How are you feeling about this? And you're like, no this means my need to do this instead i'm going to i'm going to renegotiate that boundary with myself basically i'm okay to change that then the following evening was where she had a soft boundary and a hard boundary so the hard boundary was like i am out of here by this time but i have a soft boundary earlier that's going to be like okay this is your warning sign let's make sure that we head off in that direction so sometimes it is okay to renegotiate boundaries but even when we renegotiate them we really need to be clear about Why are we changing this? What need does it serve to do this? And is it okay that I'm compromising the need that I was initially trying to meet by setting the boundary? Because so often, we'll push that reserve tank right the way down. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this thing because it meets my needs to get this done right now. Yeah, it might meet your need to get this done right now. But how much more urgently do you need rest? And you need to look at what needs is it meeting that like we go back to the needs formula what needs is it meeting what needs is it costing um, and is that cost worth it because when it comes to our foundation functioning the answer is often not um it's not worth it so what we need to make sure is we're checking in and going yes I could do this right now but the reason as Serena said you want to remember the reason you set the boundary in the first place why did I set this boundary I set this boundary because I needed rest actually, where am I at in terms of rest? How tired am I right now? Actually, I am really tired. Yeah, okay. It would be a good idea to get this done. But actually, I need rest more right now. So it's about this constant checking in about what need you need most in that moment, and reminding yourself why the boundary boundaries there in the first place, so that you don't compromise needs unintentionally to try to get other needs met that kind of what you were saying? So I just realized yes. I kind of jumped in. <laughs> in. That. that is what I was saying. <laughs> You're good at that. <laughs> so obviously we need to make sure we're proactively meeting our needs. We're meeting our needs consistently throughout. We have boundaries, boundaries, boundaries with ourselves and with other people. And then the other thing we need to do is make sure that we take time to meet our needs after too. And this time that we are in right now is the perfect time to do this. We've kind of out of the of the um the onslaught of the majority of the holiday stuff not all of it but the majority of it's done by this point and we've got this breathing space some of us have this breathing space some look, there's there's this gap between here and the next celebration now this this time of this period of time part of the reason we're recording this now is because this is part of my sacred time of the year like i do not work between christmas and new year i take that time off part of the reason is it's actually really difficult for me to take time off because of what we do so those are the few days of the year I know I can take that time off and I know I'll be good and so that's what I do I have my little rituals in that period of time I tend to watch Sherlock because it's one of my favorite shows (laughs) and like go and watch Sherlock I normally eat all of the food that I bought for Christmas that I haven't eaten over Christmas so I spend the entire week eating all my leftovers and I take the time to rest so frequently what people will do is they will go right the way through the festive season they'll go right the way up to new year's eve and then they expect to hit the ground running on the first of january and they're like Ugh. isn't it supposed to be like new year energy mama, Ooh, yeah. ride,
0: and you're barely like chugging over the finish line of the year that yeah. yeah,
1: it's we- like like dragging yourself over the finish line and it's like oh shit I'm supposed to be energized for a new year now I have nothing in me think of the shock that does to your system yeah. like you're
0: in this just swirl of holiday and people and lights and things and sounds and all of this stuff and then some people do have that little slow period. But a lot of people then see that, you know, if you have a family like that's right before the kids mm-hmm. go back to school
1: and maybe family is coming in or going out, all of these things. You and some do- people don't have the privilege of taking that time to recover either. So right. It's important to note that. And there are actually a
0: lot of people, especially coming from the hospitality industry, where... holidays are a little bit different because you're working right Right. throughout the entire thing and that might be a busier period Mm -hmm. and think of like all of all of the things that could be happening and if you don't give yourself a break expecting yourself to then go into the new year a a sometimes and I would say typically slower month in comparison to the holiday Mm -hmm. season before that but also the new year is often when like companies and businesses are like okay we're going to do this for the new year so
1: you're starting new initiatives and you're like i haven't even like i need to breathe first yeah and so even if you don't have time to really fully rest in that in this period of time this is the period of time where you want to snatch the moments of rest wherever you can so it's like two minutes here two minutes there two minutes in the other like, like looking for ways and the other thing is that a lot of the time what ends up happening at this time of year is like um there's this kind of feeling of the need to entertain children for example because you're still often in that break from school period and actual fact sometimes they need a lull because there's been all of this activity and stimulation ahead of uh, uh in in sort of the november december time actually they may need to be they may need to to chill and actually having a movie day at home on the couch, nothing wrong with doing that, everything doesn't have to be super kind of planned, organized, active. And yeah, they may still need to go and run out their energy and what have you like, there's other things that you can do. But there may be actually a case where they want also, they may not know that they need it, but they may need a little bit of kind of snuggly, chilled, relaxed downtime. So it's, it's, it's important to make sure that you're not seeing not seeing that your child's needs are at odds with yours sometimes there may be way of actually meeting both of them in a fairly kind of um complementary way I was trying to think of the word I was Mm -hmm. like cooperative way that's not the word I'm (laughs) looking for I mean make nap time fun want to build a fort cool build a fort and we're going
0: to take a nap absolutely (laughs) like kind of create you know we talked about creating in the last episode but creating the ways to meet the needs that Maybe a little different than what you, I mean, most people, you might not have the capacity to build a fort, but let's put the pillows on the floor and let's lay on the floor, making it a little different, a little bit more fun. If there's a challenge in especially like the child aspect or even- right for yourself like maybe I can't do it this way I'm going to do it this way
1: well it's funny because I was like I don't know I'm pretty sure that this wasn't on a podcast that we discussed this recently I think this was somebody else I was like oh my goodness I've just suddenly realized my entire childhood was a con uh and the person I was with was like what um and there was this thing that when we went to um like children's birthday parties when we were younger normally full of sugar and e-numbers. We grew up in the eighties and um, lots of like loud, noisy, overstimulated, um, like bouncy castles or going bowling or what have you. But a lot of the time when there were like home-based parties there would be party games that we would play. So we would play like musical chairs or musical bumps. Um, I don't really have two musical bumps here. Musical bumps is like musical chairs without chairs. Basically, you have to just sit on the floor, and it's like whoever sits on the floor last is is out. So there was this game, and I've, it's only now, literally in the last couple of weeks as an I'm like, oh, that was a con. The whole thing. There was this game called Sleeping Lions, and the idea was that the kids had to lie down quietly. They weren't allowed to move. They weren't allowed to make a noise. And if you made a move or you made some noise, you were out. It was basically a break for the parents from all of the stimulation and noise and ridiculousness that was happening. I'm like, oh, my God, our parents were geniuses. Like, that's, (laughs) like, basically their way of getting a break. So you can make a game of it. There are, like, I mean, like, There's all kinds of different ways that you could do this same thing where you're going to meet your needs, but you can find a way of making it fun, but still actually meet the needs of the child, even if it's needs that they may be a little resistant to. They're not always on board with the whole let's take a nap thing. So maybe there's a different way of doing it so they can get what they need as well. So there's there's different ways of approaching this. Um, But I think that that one of the things that really kind of struck me about the uh, request that we had for this piece specifically was there was one sentence that kind of jumped out at me from this comment. And that was, especially when there's, so, so this is like somebody who's asked, can we do a piece on um, how to start the new year filled up? And it was ended with, especially when there's so much pressure to do more and better every year. And I wanted to speak to this. So we kind of covered this a little bit when we were looking at the the pressure episode around the holidays. What is pressure? Pressure is normally expectations from other people or from ourselves, and it is normally connected to our value need. The pressure is, I have to do this in order to be good enough. I have to do this in order to be, and it may be, I also have to do things to, to, there might be other things, uh, other needs that are up, like our security need might be up, or our love need might be up, like I have to do this for people to like me or what have you. There's a There's a whole bunch of different versions of it, but quite often, the value need is a very prominent one when we are feeling pressure. So this pressure to do more and better every year, I'm going to invite you to ask yourself, where is that pressure coming from? And I'm going to share a little story from my own experience that I don't think I've shared on the podcast before. Um, Many, many years ago, I was uh, on a little retreat day retreat day. I was on a retreat week <laughs> or oh, a few days uh in one of my favorite places. I was in Glastonbury. And I um woke up at three o'clock in the morning. I'd just done a clear out of my um my um storage locker and there are a bunch of crystals I had in there that I really liked. And I thought these had gone missing. Long story short, basically I ended up calling a friend of mine in the US because it was like three o'clock in the morning because I was having this moment. I was having a <laughs> Something I wanted to be witnessed in, let's put it that way. And in the middle of this conversation, I remember having this epiphany. And the epiphany was that I had spent my entire corporate life looking at the next thing and focused on the next thing, the next job, the next promotion, the next pay rise, the next bonus. And every time I was focusing on the next thing, it was because where I was at, And by extension, myself was not good enough. Like I had to get to the next point. I had to get to the next level. And I was in the middle of a kind of rant about this when I was like, oh, my God. I've done the exact same thing with my personal development, personal growth, spiritual journey, which is that I'm constantly looking for the next thing, the next book, the next modality to learn, the next seminar to attend, the next audio to listen to. and." I realized that all of this was based on my value need and my not feeling inherently enough. And what I'd done was I'd taken one vehicle to try to feel enough, which was my corporate life. And I'd switched vehicles, but I'd taken the exact same approach. And none of that was going to actually help help me feel enough because what I was doing was by doing that, I was reinforcing the fact that I was not enough. Oh, she says hitting the pop shield. I've only done it once today so far. I'm pretty, pretty impressed. Are you this recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: podcast.
1: Sorry. It's okay. Oh, my goodness. Way to call you out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I mind. <laughs> So anyway, so I realized that all I was doing was I was feeding and I was operating from this never enough thing. Like I was never good enough. I always had to look at the next thing. I was always, And the hilarious thing about it, I'm mid rant about this. And I'm like, I just read about it. this in a, in a book somewhere. And this guy's got a workshop coming up. I'm like, shit, I'm doing it again. Like literally in the moment, I'm literally <laughs> complaining about this thing that is not healthy for me to or not supportive and nourishing for me to be doing. I'm literally doing the exact same thing, which I'm looking for the next thing. And so often that that pressure to do more, to do better, is based in the feeling that we don't feel enough as we are right now. So I'm gonna give you a couple of questions. Like, what if you gave yourself permission to just focus on meeting your needs next year? Now, that's not to say you're not gonna do anything because it meets your needs to do things. But what if you focus on giving yourself permission to meet your needs, that being the priority, What if the objective of your next year was fulfillment of your needs? Not achievement, not acquisition, not perfection, not even progress. Fulfillment of your needs. Which in itself is progress. Exactly. You gave away the ending. (laughs) You didn't really. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm so on this one. I'm actually (laughs) early. I love it. I love it. How would you start the year differently if this were the case? How would you start your year if your focus was the fulfillment of your needs? In creating an experience of being resourced and being filled up, but recognizing that the fulfillment of your needs doesn't require perfection. In fact, it's the opposite thereof. That actually it's okay to be where you're at. And it's okay to start the year not filled up. The only reason we feel a pressure to start the year filled up is because we feel this pressure to do all this shit in the new year. So we'll feel good enough. So what if you gave yourself permission to start the year exactly where you are? And day by day, as you go through the new year. To take care of yourself and to take care of your needs. What if you allowed yourself to be human? What if you were gentle with yourself? What if you supported yourself as you would your closest friend as the year begins? Because I'm telling you now, if Serena came to me at the beginning of the new year, going, "Oh my God, I've got to do this and this and this and this this year, and we've got to do this and we've got to be better," and blah 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 blah, blah. my first, my first thing to be, my first thing I would say to her is like, "Okay, stop, breathe." <laughs> I'm exhausted just listening to you. And that's not supportive of you and your needs. So I think that the interesting thing about is that the the entire premise of this year is, yes, we want to make sure we're not depleting our needs. Yes, we wanna make sure we're taking care of our needs through the holidays. But the interesting thing is, is the reason there's such such a pressure to start the year filled up, because there's so much pressure to be quote unquote productive, to go better, bigger, more than we have previously which is all about a lack of our value need and if we let go of that what could we create in the new year new
0: year's resolution within itself is a pressurized
1: uh, concept huh? that
0: ding, 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 i don't know who came up with and probably with the best intentions screw that guy because <laughs> you know it was a guy <laughs> i don't know it was a guy but i'm guessing and um we've talked about intent intent over impact and it's like yeah, it's great if if you have a new year's resolution that and i don't even like i don't not, even I like mean, yeah. using it anymore because it, it just
1: pressurizes the in what well, higher and the thing about it, how it, how it is you. is that the the premise that what operates under the premise that there's something that needs to be changed that you're not good
0: enough the way as that you, you are, are.
1: Exactly. Now, this is not to say that you don't want to change and we don't want to grow. Growth is very different to change. Change kind of implies that there is something wrong that needs to be um, adjusted. Whereas growth says we're okay as we are now and we would like to expand. And I think that idea of like honoring the fact that we are now. Now, the thing is, in order to truly do that, you have to first be okay with where you are to really be in that growth space. Because the tree doesn't go, oh, my God, I've got to get to the leaves. Like, sorry, or I've got I've got time for the trunk. Sorry, no, 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 we don't have to, no, no, the trunk, no, sorry, leaves. Let's focus on the leaves. The trunk is okay as it is, but growing beyond that happens naturally when the trunk is being nourished, when the roots are being nourished. And so frequently we end up getting into this space of like, oh, we have to do this. We have to change. We have to, it has to be this radical shift. The
0: the radicalness of the shift that most people pressurize themselves with at the beginning of the year is, I mean, think of, I think one of the most classic examples is going to the gym. Mm -hmm. I am going to go to the gym this year. And we're coming off of a draining, busy
1: peopley holiday season Mm -hmm. and what is going to the gym normally about because it's not normally about strength or flexibility or creating a body that's that's supportive or supported and well what's it normally about our value need and what's in specifically about that relates to our value need at this time of year normally it's about losing weight losing weight because our weight has been connected to our worth in a social context. Your weight has nothing to do with your worth. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that we eat and drink and we've got all this stuff and we're, we're running low on energy and so we're not sleeping well. So our bodies are not processing the way that we're used to process. And so what ends up happening is that we do put our weight generally around this time of year. And so we start the new year going, there's something wrong with this as it is and I have to change that. And the focus on change is so profound that we don't focus on where, what capacity do I have and is what I'm trying to do actually in alignment? Cause I think there's some sort of statistic out there that January is like
0: the busiest month at a gym and mm-hmm. February is the deadest. It's something along <laughs> those lines because people go, I mean, I've done it myself. They, you, you set a resolution and you go hard. You're mm-hmm. like, I gotta do this. And I'm going to go to the gym every single day well if you haven't gone to the gym in you know
1: weeks, however many yeah weeks months
0: <laughs> years and then you're like I'm gonna do this now and I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it this way that's not realistic right that, like, and it's not
1: sustainable no. and it's not supportive to your needs
0: and it's gonna it's gonna undermine the other needs in the process mm-hmm. and the sustainability because it isn't sustainable you're gonna the longer that you're kind of Forcing, forcing and pressurizing that. yourself to do this, you're going to keep. You may be you you may be making progress on that one. Chances are you're you're impacting all sorts of other needs mm-hmm. in the effort to
1: meet this one in a not so green way. And I mean not green. I mean very very ungreen way. <laughs> um, and the interesting thing is is that even if you're trying to meet that need in a green way, the fact that you're compromising the other needs means that you probably won't be actually meeting that need in any really supportive, meaningful way. And you end up draining and draining and draining and draining. So I just, I really wanted to, I mean, yes, we want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself through the holidays. We want to make sure that you are supporting yourself as best as possible. So you can create the new year that you want from an energy that feels good. Like, it doesn't feel good when we feel drained, when we've like, sacrifice ourselves in every possible way. In December when we start the new year on that place, we wanna start the, the new year in a way that feels good. But often the way that feels good is the way that honors where we are at and allows us to be where we're at and allows to move in a way that feels in alignment. So it's like, actually, I mean, quite often we we will often do um, the self-care made simple thing in January because it's August. We haven't decided we're doing that next year yet. We will let you know. Um, there will probably be an announcement somewhere around here telling you whether or not we're doing it. Um, but very rarely do we do that. The fir- I don't think we've ever done it the first week of January because we know that's not where everybody's at. And so often- and It's usually not where we're at either. Exactly. <laughs> like- I don't want to be doing stuff that first week because I'm like, I got to kind of, ease myself into the new year and I got to ease myself into what and what is it we're doing what are our priorities what are the things that are important taking care of ourselves and nourishing our needs but so often this focus is on achievement acquisition perfection like productivity and because of our capitalistic society our value has been tied up in what we are doing what we are what we are um achieving what we're acquiring how perfect we are and it's like all of that is based in we're not enough as we are, so we have to do these things to try and prove that we are enough. And if you want to create something beautiful for yourself in ne- in the next year, that's amazing. And if you do that from a place of honoring where you are, you're probably going to create it with more ease, you're probably going to create it more effectively, and you'll probably create something that may even not look quite the way you expect it to. Looks- even better, like that's certainly been my experience. When I push myself to do something, it's out of alignment with my capacity because it's what I think I should be doing, or I'm trying to prove myself. Man, that shit looks crap. Like, like I mean, it does. I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work, and it's also like a slow
0: process usually. Oh, and, and a it, slog. Yes, when you're when you're doing it from a place of where you're currently at, mm-hmm. you tend to move quicker because if you're trying to skip over some of the things that you're like,
1: oh no no no, I'm not this tired. Like, oh, 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 push 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 yeah, you're
0: that tired
1: yeah and and a lot of the time there's a um there's a, a great quote um that um I so said I think it's Abraham Lincoln I said I would check it for another uh, podcast episode and I completely forgot I will check and I will put it underneath here uh which is that if um someone gives me four hours to shut down a tree I'll spend the first three sharpening the axe And the sharpening the axe is taking; it's building the resources to be able to do the things that you want to do. So it may be that you take the first two or three months of the year to build your resources in order for you to create what you want in the rest of the year. And it may be that what you want to create in the year that the focus of you creating is I want to create a supportive way of operating. I want to create in alignment with my needs, and I'm going to be really honest. Like as somebody who, um, and again, it's going to be a little spoiler alert. No, I don't share about this, but um, but um, Serena's looking at me say, "God, what's she going yes. at. Um Is so, that is that as somebody who um, was in this constant space of like must do more, must do more, must do more, no matter which area of my life I was looking at, I consider myself a lifelong learner, a lifelong grower. I'm constantly focusing on growth, constantly focusing on growth. Now, one of the needs that sits in the branches of the universal needs tree is growth. That's what I mean by the spoiler alert. We don't, when we talk about the, the leaves and the branches of the tree, uh, leaves, the branches and the leaves and the fruit of the tree, but this is in the branch of the tree is the growth need. The interesting thing is, as somebody who is a lifelong learner and a lifelong grow, uh, grower, I'm <laughs> sure if that's quite focused on growth, shall we say, one of the most incredible things for me to learn was that growth for me was learning not to grow. Growth for me was allowing myself to be where I'm at. Growth for me was recognizing that I am worthy without needing to do anything more or prove anything or achieve anything or acquire anything or perfect anything. Growth for me was being good with me where I'm at right now. And that's kind of a, I mean, it's it's something to get your head around. I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mindfuck, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was for me. And I was like, oh, shit, like growth, me growing was about learning to be okay with not growing and to be okay with recognizing that I am enough here and now. And then once I got to the point where I felt enough in the here and now, the growth then happened naturally. There was no forcing, there was no pressure. And the key word in this sentence that we were that was brought to our attention was pressure to do more and better of you. If you feel the pressure, if you're feeling forced to, that's when you're not in alignment. That's when you're doing it at odds with your needs, not in alignment with your needs. And when you take care of your needs and you nourish that universal needs tree from the roots up, the growth naturally takes place. And one of the examples that we give is that the reason that we focus on the roots and the tree the roots in the trunk of the tree first is that we use the growth example. It's like if you're focused on growing, but you've got a gap in the tree where your value need exists, you're going to the, the growth is going to be stunted. You're not going to grow to your full potential. You're only going to grow to the 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 extent to which you believe worthy of growing to. If, however, you focus your attention not on the growth and instead on filling and nourishing that value need, you're going to grow more naturally to your full potential. It's kind of like sometimes progress is standing still. Sometimes progress is rest. Laying mm-hmm. down, closing your eyes and taking a nap. That can be progress. Because if you're exhausted, that is progress because mm-hmm. you're building resources. This did not go where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> <laughs> like this really didn't end up where I thought we were going to end up. We we, we maneuvered along a, a couple of different routes uh, to get here, but I'm but I feel really good about this episode because this feels honest. This feels real. Yes. And it's it feels in an alignment.
0: And something that keeps coming. Sorry. Something that keeps coming to me is we get so focused on January 1st, the start of the new yes. year. The start of the new year. New year can start whenever the fuck you want it to.
1: You know what's interesting is that I had a um I made a quote from one of my prior brands many, many years ago. And all of a sudden, one day, somebody um, sent me a photograph. There's a, there's an underground tube station oh. in London um, called Farringdon Station. And um, Farringdon Station posts quotes that they find. They've got a quote of the day. And they posted this quote, and I will share it with you right now. What if I told you that every day was the start of a new year? I'll let you in on a little secret. It is. So you can start your new year whenever you want. And when you do start your new year, because I'm going to be honest, I never start it on January 1st. Mm-hmm. Normally around 5th. January 5th is when I really start to kind of, okay, we've we've taken, we've eased into the new year. Now we're starting to focus on what we're going to create this year. Whenever you do that, my invitation to you is to do it with a focus on fulfillment and to do it about to focus on now we're in the new year what do i want to create in a way that is supportive and sustainable because that will create something entirely different and really kind of useful Mm -hmm. anything you want to share before we finish up i mean how does it not end on that note (laughs) (laughs) i always have to check i'm good (laughs) um one thing i will say is that whenever you celebrate your new year happy Happy new year Year. that is the reason we're uh, all in our sparkly regalia today if you're not watching on the uh, video i recommend you go check it out um thank you so much for being with us um thank you for um being a part of this journey this year and we look forward to what we are going to create together next year because this series and so many of the other podcasts were possible because of you because of our listeners because of the questions you've asked because of the things that you've the suggestions you've made and we couldn't be more grateful for you so thank you for being a part of this uh thank you for um for for being here and listening to us and watching us and uh we can't wait to uh create in the new year together remember to take care of yourself to stay safe and between now and next time to continue to meet your own needs lots of love Bye friends. That's it for today. If you liked what you heard and would like to see some of Serena's awesome facial expressions, check out the video podcast via Patreon. And remember, at any time of year, it will serve you better to let go of the pressure and instead focus on fulfillment. Well, shit, it really
0: is that simple.